This is Scott Pilgrim vs. The Minute 47. Welcome to the Scott Pilgrim vs. the Minute podcast, the show where we review and analyze the movie Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, one minute at a time. I'm Brian Mission, and he's famous and he talked to me, Dave Castile. Hey. Hey. <laughs> and I just remember there being a lot of drama with Sam Brown. Well, that's true. <laughs> yeah. So we pick up uh, with Scott, uh, well, I'm sorry, with Ramona telling Scott that she, uh, talk about she used to date Lucas Lee in drama and actually it might have been math i just remember there being a lot of drama so that's where we get the clarification from what she said at the end of that last minute who knows but he was a snot-nosed little brat and he followed her around a lot and scott said he has snot in his nose but he's famous (laughs) (laughs) scott's really impressed with famous people well, what's really interesting is Scott is really impressed just the fact with Lucas Lee here, whereas a few minutes ago in this film, he had no idea who, no he, idea was. who he was. Yeah. <laughs> and, he's and a big movie star. He's a massive yeah. movie star. Scott had no idea who he was, and now he's just enamored by him yeah. as if he's always been a fan. Just because of fame. Right. Now, all the, all the while, uh, I, I think it's interesting, though, is that uh, you know Lucas Lee is saying his lines in this film that he's recording in the background. Right. But all the lines line up perfectly with that. He ain't doing his scene here. He's talking to Scott the whole time. And that's what I'm, I gather from that. Do you all agree? Disagree? Yes. That was kind of the whole thing. I know. That's when he was like, I'm talking to you. Right. He eventually says that, but well, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, he says that, but, but they are his lines. Yes. Right. It's also the, it works well with the film because as a viewer, you're just like, Oh, there's this movie being filmed right there. And so I don't think he was talking to Scott originally because he calls action on a scene unless he's calling action for the scene between him and Scott, he calls action on the scene. And then breaks character to call out scott Mm -hmm. except it's the exact same character he's not breaking anything and he's saying the exact same lines right because then scott's like he's famous and he talked to me well he he kind of lives his life in this movie mentality right Um, yeah there's there's not a lot of separation to some extent for him and that's the same ego and yeah yeah yeah. and that's where lucas lee repeats the line the only thing keeping me and her apart is the two minutes it's going to take to kick your ass two minutes Two. Two minutes. <laughs> oh, he also points two fingers. With two fingers. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote that down. <laughs> yep. That's great. And then Scott twice tries to ask him for his autograph. First time yeah. gets punched. And then the... Uh... Takes two punches to take him down. Yeah, and then two punches. On... <laughs> <laughs> and, then... and this is one of those moments that's actually in the book as well. Where, is it? Uh, he, he says, hey, can I have... Gets punched. Hey, can I have your autograph? <laughs> right, he just kind of blew off the getting punched right in the face. There's a lot of this that happens in this story. Where people just don't really right. grasp what's going on you or being said in the moment. You move along. You have to go back and look. Was it um, was Edgar Wright? Did he cameo as the director? No. So the director, I actually looked this up because I wanted to get a little bit of background on this director to see if it was like a, an Easter egg of some sort. It's Don McKellar. Mm-hmm. He's a Toronto actor and director. 
Um, and this isn't really germane, but um, he married someone called Tracy Wright. And I was like, is she related to Edgar Wright anyway? But uh -huh. I don't think so. But it's a little tragic. Like they got married and then she uh, died in 2010. Yeah. So. Uh, the only other note I had in this moment was the... Way to kill the mood. I know. <laughs> I, I was reading that and it, it made me kind of upset. Um, the, uh, the bodyguard guy who Lucas Lee is originally threatening you know, because he's right. the one holding the gun to the girl's head. Mm -hmm. uh, he's done a lot of action-y type movies. Um, uh, a lot of stuff on uh, sci-fi. He did like The Expanse and 12 Monkeys. He's done Pacific Rim. Uh, he was in Lost Girl, Warehouse 13. Oh, wow. Uh, so he's, he's done a lot of that sort of stuff. I, I you know, he's, I, I think they're fairly small parts. He was in RoboCop. Like this one uh, here. For stunts. <laughs> He did a lot of stunts and movies. Oh, earns that paycheck. Yeah, so I thought it was cool. So what I like Broken here is... bones. Yeah. <laughs> what I like here is when Scott gets knocked down to the ground here, uh, we get this shot, this camera shot up of uh, from you know Scott's position on the ground of Wallace just kind of looking down at Scott, like yeah. unimpressed. Is, he's so Wallace's, casual. Wallace's look is... And it's weird that he's focused on Scott as opposed to the fact that Lucas Lee, his hetero crush, is three feet from him. Right. Yeah, yeah he's, like, he's unimpressed with Scott in this. Ramona's got this kind of concerned look. Ramona actually looks a little uncomfortable out of, I mean, yeah, weirdly uncomfortable. Like, uh, he was just not a little brat, you know, not even properly opening her mouth to speak, you know? Right. Um, it was kind of like being hushed, um, like she was going to be heard. So, Ryan, I thought, she, I thought she was worried about scott in a way like she she has a look of like i paused it just as i paused that scott frame, goes yeah. down and we're looking at wallace holding his cup of coffee and ramona's face is well now right right it is it, it turns to worry at that point but before yeah. that when she called him the snot-nosed little brat was was what i was referring to where she okay. was just like i want it out like she she was uncomfortable there we knew yes. she did but i mean it was a different right um uh she really just did not want to be kind of around him yeah, because uh, then he turns to her because he's standing right next to her and, and just kind of goes the, hey, what's up? How's life? He seems nice. <laughs> he seems nice. <laughs> that is such a great line. And then he picks up Scott by his legs, does this little twirl around with him and throws him several hundred feet up into the castle. Yeah, um, and that, that exact scene is in the book. And it's a, such a great shot. Uh, it is. Just him throwing him and uh, Scott crashes against the side, tumbles down some scaffolding and lands on a pallet of cement mix. As he should. Ow. Yeah, that was that was a painful. It's not a soft landing. No. Um, cement mix is no softer than actual cement. And then we hear the director saying, and that's a cut. <laughs> <laughs> like we got all that on film as if it were part of the movie. Right. Yeah. And Lee, uh, Lucas Lee cracks his neck again. And then, then Wallace. Yep. In, in our, just, we love Wallace. Scott, evil X, bite. <laughs> and just like the the dismissive flippant right. fight, <laughs> fight. Yeah. just so very matter of factly, you know. Just hey, Scott, FYI, I, in case I'm you... <laughs> really confused by Wallace, like no longer caring that his roommate is getting beat up by his hetero crush. Right. Yeah, it doesn't get even <laughs> brought up. It's just, but he's there to do his commentary he's, on the fight, and and to he's be there, there to stalk Lucas Lee. That's why he's there. The fight happens to be happening anyway. Oh no, that and is he why he's there. Yes. Yeah. yeah. 
he does seem completely disinterested with everything after the point of I want his adopted babies. Yeah. Wallace couldn't care less. Right. And he's not concerned for Scott. So he's basically just there for those few commentary lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so uh, the director calls for the shot to be reset, and uh, Lee goes, hey, hombre. I love this start of his using little things like that, like hombre. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he does this a couple times. It's like, you really think you stand a chance against an A-lister, bro? It's just a bra. That's okay. oh, it's not a it's not a surfer. There's a there's a distinct is there uh difference between surfers, which is a bra thing, and bro and skaters. Uh, uh, I mean, it's okay. Hatfields and McCoys in in kind of the, the Southern seems, California. You he know, seems very LA. jets and sharks. So he's yeah. he's a bro guy, not very a bra Hollywood. guy. He's, okay. he's got in that he's mixing in that little bit of Spanish. Yeah, <laughs> that that you do when you're in LA. Spanish, yeah, yeah. So then he punches Scott again. Does a nice big exhale, which was uh captured in the subtitles. <laughs> and uh says some competition you are and and while he has the his hand he's a competition he doesn't say competition okay. it's just competition some competition you are well with his hand up and i'm doing this yeah. uh, puts his fist up so yeah. that uh some crew member comes <laughs> over and like sprays his hand uh twice twice yep <laughs> uh and the minute ends i wasn't sure with if that a, was like an antiseptic spray or like a banaca for fists I like don't just know. Yeah, it I was going to ask if you guys knew what they, what they were doing. <laughs> but, I think uh, anti- was, antiseptic, because yeah. he just he just touched a non A lister. Right. There oh yeah, go. yeah. And uh, but but the uh, the PA's hand was like gloved too, like rubber gloves mm-hmm. on their hands. Yeah. It's cold. Probably only got red. Well, no, I mean it was like it too, was like. So. Mental... No, was it like was it like a, a latex? Like, like latex okay. gloves. Yeah. So the minute uh, also ends, note uh, that. Uh, oh, go ahead. Uh, Lucas Lee's car had a two on the door. Uh, yeah, that com- it was a Camaro, by the way, for anybody who's curious. Um, old muscle car that had the big, big, huge number two on the door. Yeah, <laughs> like a racing number two. Right. Yeah. And the minute ends with Scott getting up and as uh, and saying, "Hey," and that's it. So, good minute. <laughs> it was good. And minute. we're not even really there yet because this is just the. These, you know, the same thing with the Matthew Patel, you know, the what do I do? You know, just the same moment where he's just he's, he hasn't grasped the situation yet. Does, doesn't understand that he's he's in a fight. Right. Yeah. That, that this is the fight yet. So any other uh, things in this minute from either of you? I, I we're going to go back a few seconds to uh, close to the beginning of the minute. But um Lucas Lee's what's up has life he seems nice it's such like a wrap-up of when you run into your ex on the street sort of thing and it's so casual coming from him oh yeah (laughs) it's it's like compressing that moment of contact with your ex into like that's that's tiny little line and and his his um feelings towards her are different than Matthew Patel's were is Matthew Patel like like really missed her and wanted her back. He's, I get the sense here. He's moved on, but it's, he's, he's so much bigger than this now. Yeah. But this fight needs to happen. But the, so the, the book portrayal of this encounter, like I said, it's not much of a fight. Uh, Lucas Lee actually has like a tear on his face from being cheated on uh, by Ramona. Like Just he's one tear? probably, he's actually <laughs> broken up by it. Okay. So it, it's interesting that they, even though he still plays that sort of like he's drawn mm-hmm. like big uh 
like kind of a superhero build like like uh chris evans has yeah um he's he he's not over her it seems so right. again it's kind of a shift between how that portrayal is but this is such a a cleaner more straightforward portrayal of the character and it is so much better used for comedic effect yeah and it's great because the whole and the way the whole fight works you know, throughout the whole sequence of minutes that we'll cover here is he's playing the fight too like you would an action star would in a movie there's a lot of you know little quips and dialogue or going back right, and forth right like there's the one liners everywhere yeah he's just completely playing this 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 scene is played as if it's in one of his films because that's all he knows how to do yeah, but yeah the one liners and everything and and they continue throughout so all right. Anything else, Dave, from you? So one of the things that I, I frequently pay attention to, and I'm, I'll have to look at it further on, um, is, is Chris Evans left-handed? Because the first three punches, two punches he threw were right-handed, and the last one when he hit him, when they sprayed him, was, was a pretty good left hook. Yeah. Uh, which you don't usually do to lead off with or something like that. So I don't, just, know. I don't yeah. know if they flipped that scene or... Mm. Um, just one of those things I, I weirdly pay attention to, you know, what, what guns people use, things like that. So, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. Or which, which way they do things, which way they fire things. So that's all. Yeah. And, and, and Chris Evans is uh just a first scale, uh, like you were saying how big he was from his captain America days. I mean, he's six foot, so he's average, you know, a little above average height. Michael Sarah's five, eight. Uh, but there's a couple shots of them in these minutes where they're kind of looking at each other and, I thought, gosh, Michael Cera is tall because they make them look like they're the same height for some reason. They, they didn't really try to. Well, there's a lot of low shots. That's right? what I mean. There's a lot of shots yeah. though where they, where where they come in, but you know, he's he's significantly taller. You know, four inches is significantly taller than Michael Sarah here. So, all right. So, any other thoughts on the minute, Sam? No, I'm good. All right, Dave. It's a good time. How can uh, the listeners talk to us? Uh, you can find us at scottversusminute.com. You can find us on Twitter at scottversusminute. Hashtag, oh, I don't know, uh, snotnosed little brat. And you can find us on the Facebook, Scott versus Minute, or you can email us at scottversusminute at gmail.com. Very good. And Sam, where else can uh, they listen to us on the internet? <laughs> uh, you can find Brian and I reviewing small-budget, micro-budget, obscure streaming movies at streamingnonsense.com. Very good. And you can also find Dave and I at podcastderby.com or check out moviesbyminutes.com for all of the films analyzed one minute at a time. So that's going to do it for this minute, and we will see you all in just a minute.